Shooting Lights Out. Shooting Lights Out is sponsored by Fanatics. Official license everything with sports fans shall get the latest deals on any type of sports appeal that you want with Fanatics.com. Not only that, Shooting Lights is also sponsored by Liz. Locker Rooms by Liz. Sports appeal, custom made, all the official thing at Locker Rooms by Liz. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a brand new episode of Shooting Lights Out. gentlemen ladies and gentlemen how y'all doing today on this monday evening june 26 2023 i am here the playmakers in the building as you can see i don't got my usual hat that i usually wear today but it's all good because i had to come straight from work and get right to business because we got some things to get into nba news to talk about another trade has taken place actually two trades has taken place uh we got some Got some fever news before we get into the month of August and fever World Cup begins late in late August. Then we're going to get into the main course, which is the WNBA news and notes about that. Got news on the Mercury. Got to talk about the All-Star starters that was announced. And we got to recap what took place over the weekend and look forward to this week action in the WNBA because these ladies are playing some good basketball. If I'm, if I'm being completely honest, the ladies are playing some terrific basketball right now. But without further ado, because there's a lot going on tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and jump into it not take too much of your time here. Let's go ahead and get started with Around the Hardwood NBA Style. And to begin, back on the 22nd of this month, the Memphis Grizzlies acquired Marcus Smart in a 3 Team trade deal that involves in Kristaps Porzingis and Tyrese Jones. Kristaps Porzingis head from the Washington Wizards to the Boston Celtics, along with a 2023 that took place last Thursday and a 2024 first-round pick from the Memphis Grizzlies. Though Washington Wizards acquired point guard Tyrese Jones, the 35th overall pick from this past Thursday's NBA draft from the Boston Celtics, and Danilo Gallinari and center Mike Yuska. And as the main part of this. The Memphis Grizzlies get Marcus Smart. This trade took place back, I'm going to say, four days ago. So we're talking Thursday. Didn't have time to get on here to talk about it, but I'm on here now to talk about it. And good Lord. This is an interesting trade. So the Celtics get another big man, a stretch of big man in that. And Christopher Zing is a guy who can shoot the rock, a guy who can defend the paint, Guy who, who who does a lot of different things, as who is who was known as the unicorn from his days in New York and Dallas. 
now he's with Boston. This, this risk that this actually what the Boston Celtics kind of needed, but at the same time, you took away the hearts of that team and Marcus Smart, which makes, makes it an interesting dynamic here. You don't have the heart, you don't have the voice of reasoning on that team now without Marcus Smart, but but let's look at let's look at the potential starting five for the Boston Celtics and shout out to uh, the. Beats family from from checking in. Doing good thing to see uh, Dylan in the chat. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate appreciate the family. But let's let's look at the potential starting five for the Boston Celtics. So most likely you gonna you gonna put Derrick right at your point guard. You got Jalen Brown at your shooting guard. Jason Tatum at your small forward. You can go Al Horford at the power forward and Kristaps Porzingis at the five. You can bring Robert Williams off the bench like you've been doing. Michael Broden, who is dealing with some health issues right now and why he couldn't be traded because it was first reported that he was going to get traded to the Clippers. But health issues, injuries, stopped that trade, and that's why we got this one. If they keep Michael Broden, that's your reigning sixth man of the year, come out the bench along with Robert Williams. You still got Grant Williams. Peyton Pritchard has been playing for you. You still have a ton, You still have a relatively deep bench. If you're the Boston Celtics. So it is the only thing is who's the force of reasoning in that locker room now? Does that go to Al Horford? Does he become the heart and soul of that team now? That's the question. Now for the Memphis Grizzlies, great move. That's a great move. Because Tyree Jones is the younger version of Marcus Smart. Maybe makes good decisions, knows how to handle the ball, and plays great defense. Only thing you did is you took a backup point guard and sent him to Washington and grabbed you a starting point guard from Boston and a defensive player of the year while your real starting point guard and John Morant is gone for 25 games. And if y'all like, if y'all caught the last episode of Shooting Lights Out, I talked about John Morant and what he put himself in and what cost him, even if it's just 25 games. But you bring in Marcus Smart, you have some type of stability, even though it's going to take some time for Marcus Smart and the Grizzlies to, get, to work everything together, and especially more when John Moran comes back for this 25 game, because do you start both of them, or does Marcus Smart come off the bench? It'll be interesting for to see what the Grizzlies organization do once the 25 games is done, for John Moran, he's able to come back. But you replace your backup point guard with a defensive player of the year and a starting point guard. So you basically you have two starting guards on your team if you're the Memphis Grizzlies to go along with Jaron Justin Jr., the this year defensive player of the year. It's going to be interesting to see how this works out. Interesting to see what the Wizards are doing. Because they, because they did another trade that we'll get to a little later. But for right now, this is I, I like this trade. I like this kind of trade all around, to say the least. Next, what on the docket? Chris Milton declined his forty million dollar player option with the Bucks. That does not mean I don't. I want people to understand this. Just because he did not his player option does not mean he's leaving the team. 
they could be in conversations for a new deal for Chris Middleton. That is both what he wants to be paid, and that's not a captivity to the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, there is a possibility that if this talk doesn't go through, that he can go anywhere else. He is a free agent, but it doesn't mean he's not going to stay with the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't see Chris Middleton leaving the Milwaukee Bucks. I just don't see it. I can't see Chris Middleton in a different jersey. I just, I just don't see it. You're the number two guy on the Milwaukee Bucks. You would not become a number one guy on any other team. That is a contender for a title. That's up the team that you won a title with when you were the number two option. I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. We're not having this conversation if Giannis doesn't get hurt 11 minutes into the Miami Heat series. 11 minutes, not a whole quarter, and Giannis goes down. Briskly misses three, three to four games. Miami took control, and they won it in five. We're having a different conversation if that never happens. Okay. But when you see a player opt out, don't automatically think, oh, he's leaving. No, he's a free agent. They're going to go to the table. They're going to negotiate and see if they can get a, a better contract for the player and the team. That's all that means. So I don't see Chris Middleton going somewhere else to play for a different team. He's coming back to the Milwaukee Bucks. That's just my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. Next up. The other trade has involved the Washington Wizards, and it involves Chris Paul. So if you remember, Chris Paul got traded from the Phoenix Suns to the Washington Wizards for Bradley Bill. That's on the last episode of Shooting Lights. I'll catch that. And then Washington turned Chris Paul into Jordan Poole. Okay? So right here, we have Chris Paul being traded to the Golden State Warriors for Jordan Poole. Uh, also, I think some draft picks are going to the Washington Wizards as well, if I'm not mistaken. But nevertheless, didn't see this trade coming, but it's actually interesting that this trade happened. Because uh, if those of you who've been listening to, to me throughout this season, whether it's here on Shooting Lights Out on Snowman in the Morning when I'm on there on Tuesdays, on Tuesday mornings, I literally went at Jordan Poole. Because this guy here, average, 20 points in the regular season. Playoffs come, he's at 11. He was shooting close to 45, 46% from the field in the regular season. He was shooting in the 30s. It was just strange to me how a player who got a contract extension a healthy contract extension of that disappeared in the postseason. Now, obviously, most people are going to talk about the whole thing during preseason when Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, the whole Draymond Green putting Jordan Poole to sleep and all that mess. Dude, first and foremost, I'm going to say you're a human being, and no human being should be co-cop the way that Jordan Poole got co-cop by Draymond Green. That's first and foremost. Let me get that out there. Secondly, you got a contract extension. Not Draymond Green, not Klay Thompson. You got the contract extension, and you the one that didn't show up in the playoffs. 
Clay Thompson had had his had his moments when he didn't show up either. But you was the man that the Golden State Warriors were looking to to be that ex person to go with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. You didn't show up at all. That's why a lot of people ain't really talking about Clay Thompson like that. They're talking about you because you the one who got paid. Now you are out of Golden State and you at Washington. A franchise that is real building from the ground up now. And Chris Paul is taking your spot. Chris Paul is excited to try this with the Golden State Warriors. He's excited to give this a chance to see that he can win that elusive championship. I believe Chris Paul is going into his 19th season. And hope and hoping they finally get that title. But he's on the team with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, uh, Draymond Green opted out of his contract. But it's not it's the same thing with Chris Middleton. They are in negotiations to see can they resign Draymond Green for a nice amount that doesn't hurt the team. So we'll see how that goes. Now the thing is, who's going to be your bigs if you're the Golden State Warriors? The only bid that you have right now is Kevon Looney. That's that's pretty much it. Outside of that, Andrew Wiggins, good player. Clay Thompson, we know about him. Steph Curry, we definitely know about him. Let's just say Jeremiah Green, besides we, okay, yeah. And then you got Chris Paul. That's a small lineup outside of Kevon Looney. Like, you, 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 you traded your other big and Wiseman over to Detroit, if I remember correctly. Jonathan Kaminga is pretty much a young, a young version of Andrew Wiggins at this moment in time. You need some bigs if you're the Golden State Warriors. Where are you gonna go to get your bigs at so you can have some presence in the inside? Because if you don't have presence in the inside, what the Lakers did to you is what everybody else in the West is gonna do to you. They're gonna go inside and they're gonna try to dominate you because you have no bigs. That's pretty much what's gonna happen. But Interesting trade. Surprising trade. I, we, we knew the Wizards weren't going to keep Chris Paul. They were going to try to find a team to trade with. And I don't think nobody had the Golden State Warriors in mind when it came to Chris Paul. Clippers, Lakers, that was the main two. But somewhere I don't think the Warriors' name was in that, was in that mix. But they're the ones who got the trade and traded for Chris Paul. So congratulations to y'all. It's gonna be interesting to see how the how they gonna do this with Chris Paul becoming off the bench. Do you start both Chris Paul and Steph Curry? I'm gonna I'm be very interested to see how Steve Kerr does his starting lineup when this season rolls around to see if Chris Paul will be coming off the bench as the backup point guard, or are they gonna start both Chris Paul and Steph Curry together and probably have Clay Thompson come off the bench. That's gonna be an interesting dynamic to look for. As the season went, so we got time though. We got what June 26th, you still got June, July, August, September. So we got about three months to figure this out. It's gonna be interesting time. This is the potential starting lineup I was just talking about. That's it's a small lineup, like that is a very small lineup. I don't, they can't, I don't think they can do another small lineup because they won't get killed inside. Look at Nikhil Jokic, NBA champion. Then you got Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr.'s big. That's the Denver Nuggets. 
as of right now, the Phoenix Suns still got DeAndre Ayton, even though he's soft as I don't know what right now. But I'm just going to keep that to myself. Uh, the Lakers, they still got Anthony Davis. LeBron James ain't no slouch. I don't know if the Warriors can. I don't know if the Warriors can survive with that lineup. All right, now to get to some FIBA news here, Pablo Bancaro to play for the United States at FIBA. This happened two days ago. Uh, there was word that he was going to play for a different country. Uh, I think it, it was Italy. I believe. I think it was Italy. But he went against that, and uh, he changed his mind. He's going to play for the United States in August. As you can see here, the quote here's what it says right here. Size is clearly a focal point for the roster, which is expected to include current defensive player of the year, Jaren Jackson Jr., all rookie selection, Walker Kaiser from, from the West, uh, veteran big man Bobby Portis from Memphis, guards Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Hallenberg, Jalen Brunson, and Austin Reese expected to join for the Brandon Ingram, Mikael Bridges, and Cam Johnson as of right now. This is the Team USA squad right here. Jaren Jackson, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brunson, Austin Reese, Mikael Bridges, probably for Will Kaiser, Cam Johnson, and now Pablo Bencaro. Now, I know a lot of people. Let me sit real quick. Now, I know a lot of people are worried right now because you ain't seen the big names, you know, Jimmy Butler, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh, John Morant, you know, guys like that playing in this. But may, maybe this day time for them to take. Maybe the big names are taking these 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 this this year off because next year in 2024 it is the Olympics out at Paris. So maybe the big names, the names that you're looking for to be here is taking this summer off and preparing for the next season and then the Olympics. Because remember, we have won gold since 2008 in the Olympics. I'm talking 08, 012. 16, 20, both straight gold medals. Last year, Kevin Durant led the way. Maybe they are taking their break from this FIBA World Cup, which is us defending our titles in this one too, and getting ready for Paris. That is my only logic right now. Uh, why you ain't seeing big names in then That's the case. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Because we got guards, we got forwards. Now we might not have a, a, a true center that can deal with the Joker when if we play Serbia, if that comes down to it. But this 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 little list here, I'm cool with this list. I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm cool with this list. You got shooting. Okay, Brandon Eagle can shoot. Tyler Salaberg can shoot. Jalen Bronson can shoot. Mikael Bridges can shoot. We got shooters. You have a, you have a point guard in, in uh, Jalen Bronson. You have a point guard. You have some defensive. You have some good forwards. You have some good wing players. Anthony Edwards. Okay. Austin Reed showed he can he can play. Cam Johnson 
Pablo Bencari, rookie of the year. You have a defensive player to you on the team, NJ and Jackson Jr. So you got somebody who ain't afraid to protect the rim. Okay? So we have a good mixture of what you need for a basketball team to be constructed. Now, can they live up to the name Team USA? Because that name going into international play takes a lot of burden with it. Because everybody is gunning from Team USA. Everybody wants to piece of team. You don't believe me? Look at the women's soccer team. They have a whole commercial talking about how to stop the women's national soccer team. They get ready for their World Cup next month. So trust me, you might not see the big names in this national play this World Cup. You, you're going to see some. Luca hasn't decided yet. Uh, the Joker hasn't decided yet. But trust me, when 2024 gets here and it's time to go to Paris, they will be playing for their home country. I guarantee you that. Giannis too. Giannis will be playing for Greece. Because when it comes to international play, every country wants a piece of the United States. So these lists right here, these gentlemen here, I want you to understand what it means when August gets here and you put on that Team USA jersey. There's going to be a lot of eyes on you guys to defend what's been defended numerous times. And it hasn't been stopped yet. Do not be the group to come up short in FIBA, in the FIBA basketball in the Philippines. There's a lot of pressure to it. And one thing and one thing about it, if we got more news, I'm gonna get to that later because that news dropped not that long ago. But stay with it. Getting back to the uh, hardwood of the country NBA. Derrick Rose is the free agency after the Nick declined the option. Derrick Rose is a free agent. Doesn't sound like he's signing back with New York. He could sign back with New York, but it doesn't sound like it is. He could go back home to the Bulls, call it a career. They're saying Lakers are looking at him. They're saying a couple other teams are looking at him. Let's see what's going to happen with Derrick Rose and see what happens going forward. Hey. Dylan, I'm just saying, we got a team. USA has a has a nice list full of everybody that can do what it needs to be done for that required position. That means for me, this list is we ain't missing nothing but names for me when it comes to team USA. Only thing that's missing is the names. We got we got the defenders, we got the rim protector, we got the scorers, we got the shooters. Can they come together? for a month time and keep it rolling for Team USA. That's pretty much my only question. To me, they filled up the roster nicely, as best they can, while letting the big names rest up for Paris. That's, that's just how I feel. Halliburton and Brunson, they could, be play, they could be playing for the USA in Paris. Who knows? But this is a good step for these young players to go out to the Philippines Showcase themselves for, for the country while preparing for Paris. This is me. 
I don't it to me, I don't care who's better than who right now. Season is over. We need to be on the same page to defend our crown as the top country in the game of basketball. The ladies took care of that last year in dominant fashion, as usual. So when they get do, when they get done, when they get ready for 2024, they're gonna probably dominate again. Stand with the Knicks. Josh Hart and the New York Knicks extend their player option. So his player option is extended. They they moved the deadline to, I believe, this Thursday for them to discuss if they're gonna accept the player option. Or you opt out and get a new contract, but Josh Hart ain't going nowhere. He's staying in New York. He's gonna be with the Knicks. All right. Timberwolves and Cinder Nines Reed agree on a three-year, $42 million deal. Nothing surprising here. He's been one of the top backup big men, especially for Minnesota, behind uh Carl Anthony Towns and uh Rudy Gobert. You don't want to lose him to free agency. So nice job by the Timberwolves keeping that together and keeping that core together. Today's news, back to the fever. The number one draft pick, Victor Yamburyama, will not play in the FIBA World Cup as he is prepared to focus on his rookie season and looking forward to Paris. So he's going to skip the FIBA World Cup. He's going to prepare for his rookie season. And he's going to look forward to returning home to France for the Olympics. So we dodge the bullets. We're here with France on the size part because that dude is seven five, by the way. He made Stephen A. Smith look small along with JJ Reddick. I've never seen Stephen A. Smith had to hold a mic up to somebody that like he had to do when interviewing him at draft. He made Stephen A. look small. That's not an easy feat. Okay. But I like what he's doing though, because I, I read the article. I wanted I wanted to see why he made this decision. So he just got done playing in his home league, which was like sixty something games. He's going to play a couple of games in summer. He's not missing summer league. He's going to play a few games in summer league for the Spurs. Then you have to then you have his rookie season, which is eighty two games. Then you have the Paris Olympics. Now, if he were to play this FIBA World Cup. He'd have been close to 175, 180 games in, in, a, in a span of 24 months. That's a lot of basketball to be playing in two years. That is a lot. He is he's already on board. He's already played 69 already. You then you talking feeble World Cup, Summer League, NBA season, then Paris. So what he decided was, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to worry about the World Cup. Not going to worry about it. Okay, let's not worry about the World Cup right here. It'll be all right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get myself together, get used to the NBA style, the NBA speed, and all that good stuff, do some summer league games, get ready for the regular season. Once, the, once my rookie season is over, head back to my home country of France, Play for the French national team for the 2024 Olympics as the host country. Sacrifice a small goal to target a big goal. That's what basically what he's doing. I'm gonna sacrifice this right here 
and not put a, not put more wear and tear on my body than I already have done already. Come into the league as the number one draft pick. Do what I need to do to be prepared, to be in shape, to do all that. Try to be the best player on the San Antonio Spurs and most likely rookie of the year. And then go home to the home country and play and play in the Olympics. I can't argue with that. I really can't. I understand it. No backfire from me. You're not putting a rantel on your body. You're letting your body rest. Then you're going to ramp up for the NBA season. And then you go international play for your home country. All right. I'm good with that. No problem from me. Nope. No problem. All right. And then then late this afternoon around 1.30, we had another trade. The Jazz deal forward. John Collins to the Jazz. To open up a lot of money. Now, I'm going to go to this article here because I want y'all to listen to why. Because, best be honest, I'm, I was shocked. I didn't expect the Hawks to make any moves. I thought the Hawks was good at what they did. I thought they was comfortable with the team that they had. But for some, but this this one threw me for a loop here. Because I, 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 I didn't expect the Hawks to make a move, but they did. And this is what it says here. And Adrian Wojnarowski wrote this article here. In a deal that delivers the franchise domestic financial flexibility, the Hawks are trading for John Collins to the Utah Jazz. The Hawks are crying for Rudy Gay and a future second-round pick for Collins, who is owed $78 million over the next three seasons. This trade creates a $25.3 million Trade exemption for the Atlanta Hawks, largest in the NBA. The Atlanta Hawks have a year to potentially use this exception to take on a player's contract. Now, the trade can't be official until July 6th. So you're looking at next Thursday when the trade can be official. But for the Hawks, the Hawks literally created. 25.3 million by trading Collins to the Jazz. Financial move. Same thing with the Suns. Same thing with the Suns did with Chris Paul. Financial move. And then what the Wizards did with Chris Paul, sending him to the Warriors. Financial moves. There are financial moves being made doing these trades. So John Collins will be in the Utah Jazz uniform. Rudy Gay may be in a Hawks uniform. You don't know. We have no idea. But for right now, Rudy Gay will be in a Hawks jersey come October. And let's see what else the Hawks will do since they created $25 million in, in space that they have a year to use. So that is interesting for me as of right now. All right. Now, that is it for Around the Hard with the NBA version. Take a break when we come back. WBA takes over the rest of the show. The Playmakers Blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license, sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League. Or even into the National Soccer League. 
or even college sports. So whip your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable, because Fanatics is the way to go. We're a sports fan shop and official license everything. The nation, wearing fans across the world, the playmaker down there silence here, and you have turned into Ramley Talk. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup said, the GOAT is not getting this ball back. We are ending this right here, right now. And Matthew Stafford did it. Somebody explain to me why does this keep happening with the San Francisco 49ers. You can't stop Debo Sam for whatever reason. You made Jimmy G look like a damn good quarterback. And then the offensive line and defensive line getting their ass whooped by the other ones. Somebody explain this to me. Please. Baker Mayfield was just a walkthrough practice into his tenure with the Rams, and he's out there throwing game winning touchdowns. Just like in the San Francisco game, Aaron Donald gets to Joe Burrow. Burrow tries to get rid of it. It falls it falls wide and short of some IJP run. Turnover on down. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramble Talk on. Welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting Lights Out. As for that Fanatics commercial that y'all saw, as of right now, for the next four and a half hours, they are having up to 65% off site wide using the promo code FANZIP. That is F A N Z I P for up to 65% off on Fanatics order with Sports Fan Shop. Now that we are back on here, and thank you for everybody for tuning in. Now we got the NBA news and notes out the way. We'll quickly let's go around the hardwood number two because we the WNBA is taking over. All right, Las Vegas Aces Angel Wilson and New York Liberties, Brianna Stewart, name starter and captains of the 2023 AT&T WNBA All-Star Game that will be taking place next month in about three weeks' time. I, yeah, about three weeks' time. Uh, Angel Wilson was the top vote getter, and right behind her was Bianca Stewart from the Zion vote. That's how they became the, became the captains of their teams, so they'll be picking their teams a little later on. As the All-Star game is set to take place at the Las Vegas Aces home gym. Uh, other runs, other news and notes for the All-Star game, Phoenix Mercury, Brittany Griner earns her ninth All-Star selection. Indiana Fever's First round draft pick, number one overall pick, Aaliyah Boston becomes the first rookie to start in the NBA All-Star game since 2014. The uh, team selection will take place July 8th at 1 p.m. where AJ Wilson and Brianna Sula will draft the starters and the reserves as is shown. As you would know, as you can see, the that's how the fan vote went. As the top 23, AJ Wilson, Brianna Stewart, one and two, followed by Brittany Griner, Aaliyah Boston, Jackie Young, Suto, Saba, Drew Lloyd, the leading points getter in the WBA this season. Neka Ogumake from the LA Spars, Elena Deladon, and Arika Ogumawale rounding off the top 10. These are your all star starters for the upcoming all star game out in Vegas. Jackie Young, and of course, AJ Wilson from the Aces. You have the New York Liberties 
uh, Brianna Stewart, also from the Las Vegas Ace. You have Chelsea Gray, Joy Lord, the leader points getter for the WNBA, Leah Boston, Brittany Griner, Arika uh, Gumarale, Nakeka Ungumake, and Suta Samarilla with the Dallas Wings. Those are your starters. It's going to be fun to see how that picking goes. Some sad news getting to Suns. Brianna Jones undergoes Achilles surgery in the South for the season. Uh, she ruptured her right Achilles in the game. Uh, I forgot who they played against, but it's that's a tough loss for the uh, Connecticut Sun because they had that trio of Jones, Thomas, and uh, Bonner. That trio was. That, that trio was a problem. This is the reason why the, the Suns have the second best record in the WNBA right now. And but that one right there, that that's a huge loss. That's gonna be huge. As the season wanes, they're gonna miss Brianna Jones. Uh Brianna Jones was they was doing well with her on the court. You couldn't stop her, you couldn't stop them. That's why they was off to a 12-3 start. It's going to be hard to make up for that production. We're talking by a... Let me see if I can pull her numbers up real quick. I'm talking about you're missing 16 points a game along with 8 rebounds. So we're talking 16 points a game, 8 rebounds. That's putting more pressure on Alicia Thomas, who's already averaging a double double with 10 and 10 and a half rebounds a game and 14 and about 15 points a game. The one on Browner, she dropping 18 points a game. You know, that's that's not gonna be easy to make up you the Connecticut Suns. It's not it is not. But they got to find a way to do it. And see so they can keep and they can keep the ship rolling without Jones for the rest of the season. So we hope for a, a full recovery. Okay, we ain't gonna ask for a speedy recovery. We're gonna ask for a full recovery for Brianna Jones. That way she can come back next season ready to rock and roll for the Connecticut Sun because they was on a tear. And we're gonna see how the Sun do going forward. The big news over the weekend is that the Phoenix Mercury and head coach Vanessa Nightgar have parted ways. This decision came. After the Suns' last game, and I'm going to go look at that last game for you when they parted ways. Uh, very surprising move of what the Suns did. Thought they would wait a little bit longer before making this call, but they didn't. 2-10 uh, to start the year. Uh, yeah, we're talking about a year after, a year after uh, one of your best players in Brittany Griner was imprisonment over in Russia for a very long time. You missed the entire WNBA season last season. So you finally get her back and not a significant change has happened into the team. Of course, they don't have a uh, scouter digging slope who is out being, being a mother to a newborn. What other things went about? Uh, I wish I could have had uh, the queen of who's making price on here. Because I, she could be, she can get full details on it. Cause she never, she didn't like the hire to begin with in the first place. And it'd have been nice to hear her thoughts on 
the sun's the the mercury making this move so early so early in the season and not later but for right now uh nikki blue will be the interim head coach as the mercury will look for the next head coach for them as they finally got uh britney grinding and Diana Tawasi back but it's gonna be interesting to see how they go on from there and what the mercury would do going forward so that is our quick version of the around the hardwood wba style One more break. When we come back, we're going to recap the weekend in the WNBA and look forward to this week in the WNBA. The Playmakers Bar is proudly to announce that it lettered a partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it is your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus. Mountains of the Entertainment. Gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Let me say that one more time, because you know it's true. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Dak Prescott is overrated and he shouldn't be paid, okay? And the same thing with Pollard. I mean, Pollard bro breaking the tackles at that 57-yard touchdown run. I mean, we oh, needed that beautiful. big time. 33 points in the fourth quarter. Let me say that again. 33 points in the fourth quarter. And that's off of four turnovers committed by the Colts. See, at one point, and the fact that at the end of the third quarter, it was 21-19, to and the final score was 54-19. to Now that, ladies and gentlemen, that is completely unexpected. Cowboy Sock is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Ram fans across hey. the nation. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Shooting Lights Out. As y'all saw within the first commercial, you saw Remy Talk. The second commercial just now, you saw Cowboys Talk. I am the host of Remy Talk, talking to all things the Los Angeles Rams. So if you're an LA Rams fan or you are a division rival in the NFC West, catch Remy talking. If you are a Cowboys fan, which is a whole bunch of y'all. Cowboy Talk is the podcast for you with the Bearman Alice Akazai, who Keeps it real about the America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. So if you're a Cowboys fan or a Cowboys hater, Cowboys always the one for you. Now that we got that out the way, we have to recap what took place in the WNBA. Going going already back to Friday over the weekend as we had two games to look at. The Liberty and the Dream got down at it in the ATL. And then we had the Wings and the Spars playing a first of two games over the weekend out in LA. As you can see here, the New York Liberty. 110 to 1 of the Atlanta Dream. Uh, Sabrina Nescu came back from her hamstring injury. Played 26 minutes, 8 points, 6 boys, 4 assists. But hey, the rest of the starters all scored in double figures. Benaja Laney with 19 points. Brianna Stewart, 13 and 11 with 6 assists. John Crow Jones, 18 and 9. 
and Courtney Vandersloot, 16 and 11. You have to know this is a good feeling if you're a Liberty fan like me to see four of the five stars scoring double figures and two of them coming down with double doubles in Brianna Stewart and Courtney Vandersloot. Very good job. Uh, Ryan Howard had 24 points to lead the dream. That is one enough. Alicia Gray only 17 points. Uh, Cheyenne Parker, 13 points. That wasn't enough for the Atlanta Dream as they got blown to smithereens down in the ATL. As you can see here, the Atlanta Dream never led in this game, and they lost by 30 to the New York Liberty. Good win for my Liberty. Uh, kept it going. Just keep the streak going because we have a big game coming up this week. We have a huge game coming up this week that I will be previewing later on. And if my schedule rolls out correctly, I might preview the game before the game even starts. All right, the other game in uh, Friday night had us out to the L.A. as the Sparks hosted the Dallas Wings in their first of two matchups. And, whew, you thought the Wings was going to take it, but the Sparks never stopped fighting. 76 to 74, the Sparks with the comeback victory over the Dallas Wings. Uh, Natasha Howard, 23 points for the boys. Salvador with 13 and 11. Arike Ogumawale struggled with only 16 points, 6 for 15 from the field. Uh, Naiko Magumake led the way for the Sparks with 20 points and 7 points. Jordan Canada, 18.6 who uh, who was deemed the unsung hero for the LA Sparks in this comeback victory over the Dallas Rings on Friday night. I mean, look at it. The ring shot better from the field. They shot 40% from the field. The Sparks shot 35% from the field. The Wings shot better from three-point from three-point range. 20 to 21% from the from three-point. The Sparks shot 11% from three-point range. And they are the home team. And as you can see at the bottom, the largest lead, the, the Wings had a 17-point lead and got clipped by two. That is a painful loss. To know you was dominating and leading most of the game, and you get clipped by two points at the end in a loss. That is a heartbreaking loss. But I did say this was the first of two meetings out in L.A. because that means they played again over the weekend. We'll see how game two went. Saturday, we had the defending champs hosting the Indiana Fever, and then we had the Storms and the Mercury getting into it. First off, the defending Leah Boston, the number one draft pick of the of the lead, the runaway rookie of the year so far, met the chance for the first time, and it was not a fun sighting for them. One on one, the eighty-eight, the champs continued to roll and roll, led led by seven after one, led by fourteen after three after at halftime, and the FIBA just couldn't catch them. Leah Boston, eighteen points, nine rebounds. Uh, Smith gave you 26 and 11. It just wasn't enough. <laughs> I mean, look, just, just look at the aces, man. Candace Parker, 15 and 5. Asia Wilson, 28 and 10. Uh, Chelsea Gray, 13 and 12. Kelsey Plum, 26. Jackie Young, 10. I say this on every shooting lights up when I talk WBA when it comes to the aces. Anybody can go off with them. Anybody. The last 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 show I showed both games was Jackie Young went off of 24 and 28. This game she went off of 10. It's Plum and 
Wilson, 26 and 28. Like, this team is, is, is ridiculous. Even Kenneth Parker had a 15-piece. And Craig gave you a 13-piece with, with 12 dimes. I mean, good Lord. 25 minutes, 30 minutes, 36 minutes, 32 minutes, 34 minutes. And they're not even playing their starters yet. I keep saying this. Becky, I mean, Becky Hammond ain't even touched her bitch like, like, like you would think she should yet. She ain't even touched them like that yet. And they, and they got some players on the bench. Good gracious. It, this team has only lost one game. And that was a back-to-back -back matchup with the Connecticut Sun out in Connecticut. They blew them out in game one, and Connecticut got them back in game two. That's the only game they lost. Outside of that, good gracious. I mean, how many how many games on the double does it have, have the Aces have today? I'm sorry. I got I, I have to look at this. I need to see this. Where's the Aces at? How many games that they won that was less than double digits? That was less than double digits? Because I need to know this. This is this is live research, people. I'm doing this live on air right now because this is how crazy this is. Okay, the Las Vegas Aces is kicking everybody's butt right now, and I I just don't know how you beat this team. I really don't. This team is a is twelve and one. Let me see. If I look at it, okay. That's the having fun. Made it is destroyed everybody. Okay. They played the people before in Indiana and they beat them by four. So that's one. The Suns by uh six, that's two. That's it. Only two games. Only two games at the 12 of single digits. This is ridiculous, man. And the team stats, I mean, the FIBA shot 50% from the field, 37.5% from three. And that's the final score. 50% from the field, 37% from three, and that's the final score. Let me move on. Good Lord. Game two was out in Seattle where the Seattle Storm hosted the Phoenix Mercury and good gracious. Brittany Grunner and Daniel Sarasa returned and it didn't make a difference whatsoever. 97 to 74 Storm. Joy Lord, the leading points getter in the WBA with 24.7 boards. Neither starter for the Phoenix Mercury touched Joy Lord. Not even Brittany Griner or Diana Taurasi led their team in scoring. This is bad all the way around for Phoenix. And I think I know why they made the coaching change. This is ugly. Jewel Lloyd leads the league with, with 25.4 points per game. Right behind her is Bianca Stewart at 22.5. Ogumma Wale third with 22.4. Natasha Carey from Minnesota at 20.9. And Neka Agumake at 20. Like, Jew Lloyd is just going banana scoring. She just going banana scoring. I, I, this is crazy how lethal she is at scoring right now. And look, 
the Seattle Storm was a plus 27 in three-point shooting. Twenty-seven more points from the three-point line, and that's how you get beat by twenty-three. The Mercury shot twenty-three and a half from three. The Seattle Storm shot forty-six and a half. I mean, forty point six from three. That is ridiculous. Plus twenty-seven from the arc. That's all you need to know on that. That was Saturday. Then we get to Sunday when we had some games on Sunday. Chicago Sky taking on the Connecticut Suns. The Washington Mystics taking on the New York Liberty. And the Dallas Wing and the LA Sparks round two. To begin, we go out to Connecticut. Well, the Connecticut Sun played their first game without Brianna Jones. And yeah, the Chicago Sky got a handful. 96 to 72. That's the final score. And the sky jumped out to a one point lead after one. And then that second quarter, it was the beginning of the end. A 13 point turnaround in the second, a 13 point difference in the second quarter. From going up one after one to be down 12 at half. And then from that point forward, you just, the sky couldn't catch the sun, which is kind of odd to say right now. The sky couldn't catch the sun, which is odd, but that's literally what happened in Connecticut. Uh, Alicia Smith, 11 points. Williams with 11 points. Kelly Cooper, 29. It just didn't matter. Uh, Bonner with 26 and 8. Alicia Thomas with 14. Alicia Thomas had a triple-double with 14, 11, and 12. I mean, Hyman with 14 points. First game without Jones, and they didn't miss a beat whatsoever. This will beat down after the first quarter. Now, look at it. Plus 26 in the field goal department. Connecticut shot 40 for 80, a whole 50%. Sky shot 44.6%. A whole 20, a whole, that's the difference. 26 in field goals. That's how you get beat by 24. Largest lead was 26. That's all you needed to know. That was the first game. The second game was a thriller. That up in Barclays Center in New York. That's the Liberty hosted the Washington Misses. A rematch from the opening night where the Misses dominated the Liberty to start the season off. Would it be much of the same? And it quite was because the Misses jumped out to a 17-point lead at one point. They started off 13-0 on the Liberty. Before the Liberty became fighting back. Liberty fought back hard from the second quarter on. To Courtney Venice-Loop, where just mere seconds left, gets the layup to tie the game to send the game at overtime, and then overtime, it was a better in overtime, and uh, Liberty came back. A 17-point comeback to win at home, 89-88. to Elena Deladon, 15 points. Natasha Cloud, 25 points, 11, 11 assists. She, she was on it. Aria Atkins, she was lethal from three with 24 points, six, from, six or seven from three. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better start if you were to Washington Mystics. Oh, my goodness, because they came out strong and it looked it bad for the Liberty. The Liberty hung in there. They hung it out. Sabrina Anescu, 31. 
on the day. Seven from 12 out, out on three-point range. Brianna Stewart struggled. She only hit four shots out of 17 attempts, but she got to a free throw line or not. That Chris and she got to 18 points. Uh, Laney gave you 17. Venice Loop gave you 11 before fouling out. But 31 from Sabrina is what we needed. We got a much-needed win out of the Washington Mystics, who beat us in the first in the opening opening night at the DC. So we get to nine and three. The Mystics drop to eight and five. We get sole possession of third place of the league right now behind Vegas and Connecticut, who both are at 12 wins, which is ridiculous in itself. But nevertheless, good win. Uh, look at the numbers, man. Washington shot 47.8% from, from the field, 42.9 from three. The Liberty shot 37% from the field, 34.3 from three. It's the free throws, though. Look at the free throws. We were plus 10 at the free throw line. Brianna Stewart, her shot wasn't going, but she made sure she was getting to the free throw line. And I love that about Brianna Stewart. She was, she stayed aggressive even though her shot wasn't dropping. Very good job, Brianna Stewart. Shout out to you. Shout out to the Libby of making your free throws and getting there. You got there 29 times to the Mrs. 18. And you hit 10 more free throws. That helped put our comeback on its way. Very good job, ladies. Very good job. And then finally, it was round two between the uh, Dallas Wings and the LA Sports out in LA. LA came back and took game one by a bucket. How did game two look? Game two pretty much was back and forth affair. Uh, the Sparks jumped out on top. The Wings answered back, tie game at half. Back and forth, back and forth until the fourth quarter where you see 22 to 10 sparks over the wings is the reason why they won 93 to 83, taking both games in LA over the Dallas Wings. Arike Morales struggled again, six for 18 from the field, one for nine for three, 18 points, eight assists. Dangerfield put in 18 as well, it just wasn't enough. Neke Agumake, 27 points, 12 boys with a double double. You got Simons with 14 points. Cannot drop 10. Uh, Hamby with 17. This one's a more team effort for LA on this one. And that's what's right. They swept the LA series with the Dallas Wings on that one. Get them a good win. That puts them at 7-7 seven and seven on the year. Dropping the Wings to 6-8 and eight on the season. Here's the team statistics. You know, Sparks shot 50% from the field, 42 from three, the wings, 43% from the field, and 27 from three. There go your difference right there. And here's all your standings. Your regular season standings, Las Vegas Aces 12 and 1, Connecticut Sun 12 and 3, New York Liberty 9 and 3, Washington 8 and 5, and the Sparks 5 and 5. With the Dallas Marines running up the first half of the season, the first half of the standings at 6 and 8. You get on the other side, you have the East standings and the West standings as of right now. And then the Commissioner's Cup standings out in the East. Sun six and two with a with a with a game lead over the Liberty at five and three. Right behind them is the Atlanta Dream at four and three. On the West, undefeated six and zero is the Las Vegas Aces. The Los Angeles Sparks are five and five, followed by the Seattle Storm at four and four. 
and now as we get ready for tonight, we have one game tonight coming up in about two hours' times on CBS Sports Networks. Round two between the Indiana Fever and the defending champ LA, the Las Vegas Aces. Let's see how Ricky of the Year, uh, most likely Aaliyah Boston, handles the champs this go around after meeting them earlier this weekend and getting smacked around. Tomorrow, ooh, tomorrow, NBA TV, 7, seven o'clock. It's round two between the uh, New York Liberty and the Connecticut Suns. New York Liberty won the first game out in New York. Now it's a trip to Connecticut. As Connecticut look for revenge. And can the Liberty get to their 10th win of the season? 8 p.m. on CBS Sports Network on tomorrow. The Sun, uh, the Storm are in the Twin City to take on the Minnesota Lynx. Both teams are 4-9. and Somebody's going to get their fifth win of the season. And then after Storm and Lynx at TVM on CBS Sports Network, we have the Dallas Wings at the Phoenix Mercury. It's going to be interesting to see how does Dallas come off back-to-back losses to the LA Sparks. And how does Nikki Blue look in her debut for the Phoenix Mercury with Brittany Griner and Deanna Taurasi back in the lineup? against a slump in Dallas Wings team. That is tomorrow, Tuesday, January, June 27th. June 28th, Wednesday, two games on the docket. NBA TV 7, first beginning at 12 p.m., 12 noon on NBA TV. The Sparks and the Sky get together up in Chicago. And then the nightcap, 7 p.m., NBA TV, the Atlanta Dream and the Washington Misses get together in the, in the capital of Washington, D.C., and then Thursday was the big game, ladies and gentlemen. All three games are at 10. So whether you have CBS Sports Network, whether you have NBA TV, or you have Amazon Prime Video. For one of the games you can watch is the Indiana Fever at the Phoenix Mercury. The other game is the Minnesota Lynx at the Seattle Storm. They're their Swiss venues. But the game of the day and the game of the season so far, the two super teams meet for the first time out in Las Vegas. The New York Liberty go out to Vegas to take on the defending champ Las Vegas Aces. Brianna Stewart, Sabrina Nescu, John Coyle Jones, and the crew taking on Adriel Wilson, Candace Parker, Jackie Young, Kelsey Gray, Kelsey Plum. 10 p.m. Amazon Prime. And I can tell you this right now. If my schedule is cleared at 10 on Thursday night, I'm watching Amazon Prime because I'm watching my New York Liberty taking on the defending champions. Because these are the two super teams that turned the WNBA upside down this offseason, and they finally meet this Thursday. And if my schedule clears up right, I'll be doing my next shooting lights out episode right before this game because this is the game to watch. And I'm trying to bring on some guests to talk about the preview of this game because this is a big game. This is the first meeting of the two super teams. So I think the next meeting is sometime down in August, if I remember correctly. But this one is must see. 10 p.m., Amazon Prime, Las Vegas, Nevada, the defending champs hosting the New York Liberty. Do not miss it. And with that being said, that's it for, that's all I got for you on today's episode. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on Twitter, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Uh, all the all of our links are in the show notes. If you want to buy merch, any, any type of professional merch, Spurs merch, get it on Fanatics or Liz.com. If you want Paramount Plus, because Paramount CBS Sports is on Paramount Plus, you can get that as well. That link is in our show notes as well. If you want to catch the recording, the playback of this, listen to it on any platform that it is. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and everywhere you listen to podcasts is at. 
for tonight. This is it for Certainly Lights Out. The Playmaker down in silence here. I will catch y'all hopefully Thursday. We're going to pray on it hopefully Thursday because it's going down in Vegas. Liberty Aces Thursday night. Until then, y'all have a safe one.